Hello, my name is Jeremiah, and the book I've read is called Forever After, New York City Teachers on 9-11, by, Col- by Teachers College Press. It's published September 2006. <clears throat> 9-11 is one of the U.S.'s most tragic and horrific events in its history. Almost 3,000 lives were lost, and a bunch of security measures were added. <clears throat> this book... Gets gets the first-hand account account of teachers who lived in New York near the Twin Towers and what they did. One of the teachers is Patricia Lent, a teacher of a, te- a third-grade teacher. She was one of the many who did not expect an event like this to occur that day. Quote: At the moment that the first plane hit the World Trade Center. I was standing in my classroom at PS234, watching 24 third graders unpack, chat with friends, and prepare for a morning meeting. It was the fourth day of school. We enjoyed an, an unusually smooth beginning to the year. <clears throat> and and when the first and yeah, when the first plane hits the towers, no one really knew what was happening. And then. When the second plane hit the towers, everyone knew it was an attack on the U.S. When the towers were about to collapse, everyone in the school had to evacuate. But it was really scary going out when the towers were about to collapse. Quote, As fast as I could was not nearly fast enough. It's falling, the men yelled, arms waving. And I ran, imagining behind me the the 110 floors coming after me, after us. After the towers fell, they couldn't, everyone could not go back to their school. So her and her class had to move to a new school called PS41, <clears throat> where there she had to teach a class of 75. For her, it was very hard. Quote, but it was hard being a class of 75. The crowding and noise were unbearable. It was difficult to hear during simultaneous meeting, be- meetings and nearly impossible to concentrate during work times. End quote. It was also hard for the cho- the children of the 75 class. Quote, children began hoarding books and worrying that books from the three different classes were getting mixed up. One of my students wrote both her name and my name on all of her work, as though she, uh, as though afraid she'd get lost in the shuffle. <clears throat> there was an overwhelming feeling of confusion. End quote. <clears throat> After that, after the tw- after the towers, wait, during during wait, so while spending their time at the class at PS four as PS forty one, they began talking about what happened that day, and many were afraid that something would happen again. But eventually, they all got over it and moved back to their class. <clears throat> My questions, my questions of, to this book are: Did the teachers really get over what happened that, during nine eleven? Did the te- did the ch- um, children who were in the classes get over it? Do do I still remember? Do I even remember it? And how could anyone get over such a tragic event like that? Some of the themes are: You have to be brave, because other people look up to you. You have to be a role model to others.
I really enjoyed reading this book. My opinion to this is is very it was very this book was very interesting to read. Learning about what happened, what people did during not the nine eleven attacks. And <clears throat> I re- I really recommend this book if you would like to know like what people did, how they uh, reacted to it, and what they did after it. But if you're into like fighting and con- if you're into fighting and conflict and stuff like that, this book isn't for you. And yep, that's it. This book was really good. Hello, my name is Jeremiah, and today I'll be doing a book talk on the book Life on Mars. Life on Mars is a science fiction novel that is that's divided into multiple short stories that explain what life on Mars is like. The story I, one of the stories I chose was Atlee and the Long Walk by Cage Baker. This story is about a girl named Atlee who is born on Mars and is trying to figure out what she wants to do when she grows up as she journeys through Mars. Since she wasn't born on Mars, she hasn't experienced many of the things we experience like rain. One quote is, she never seen rain. Rain was the blessing of old earth. On Mars, you would, you would have to work to be rewarded. Another quote is, Mars had no blessings. Every good thing here had to be earned. What we got from this is what Mars is that Mars is no easy place to live in. Everyone would have to contribute for us to live there. Another story I chose was titled Goodnight Moons by Alan Claggers. In this short story, it tells the story of a woman and her crewmates, and they will be the first people on Mars, but the woman becomes pregnant. There is a gravity difference on Mars, which makes you weigh only a third of what you weigh on Earth. One quote is, at 13 months, Paddy, the baby, that's 18 pounds, but her legs only had to support six. <clears throat> End quote. Since the baby was born on Mars, she can never go back to Earth. This would probably be true for anyone born there. Quote, Martian gravity might turn out turn out to be sufficient for healthy growth. Polly cannot return to Earth. Because of this, the woman had to stay on Mars with her child and never return to Earth. I really enjoyed reading the short stories in Life on Mars. They were extremely well written. A reason I probably like it is because I like science fiction. So I would recommend this book if you like this genre. That is it for my book talk. Bye. Hello, my name is Jeremiah. And today, I'll be doing a book talk on the book Life on Mars. Life on Mars is a science fiction novel that's divided into multiple short stories that explain what life on Mars is like. Today, I chose... Okay, one of the stories I chose was Atlee on the Long Log by Cage Baker. And this story is about a, a girl named Atlee who was born on Mars and is trying to figure out what she wants to be to do when she grows up as she journeys through Mars, throughout Mars. Since she wasn't on Mars... Wait, she's, since she wasn't born on Mars, she hasn't experienced many of the things we experience on Earth. One thing is rain. Quote, she'd never seen rain. Rain was the blessing of old Earth. On Mars, you would have to work to be rewarded. Another quote is, Mars had no blessings. Every good thing here had to be earned. End quote. 
What we get from this is that Mars is no easy place to live in. Everyone would have to contribute for us to live there. Another story I chose is titled Good Night Moons by Ellen Clegg Clagers. In this short story, it tells the story it, it tells the story of a woman and her crewmates as they will be the first people on Mars. But along the way, the woman gets pregnant when she's not supposed to be pregnant, and she gives birth. <clears throat> because the baby is born in space, there's a really there's you know, because the baby is born on Mars, there's a slight gravity difference, which means the baby cannot support and live on Earth. To prove this, I chose to, one of the quotes is at thirteen months. Holding measured 18 pounds, but her legs only had to support six. Since the baby was born on Mars, she can never go back to Earth. This would probably be true for anyone who lived who was born on Mars. Quote, Martian gravity might turn out to be sufficient for a healthy growth. Cody could not return to Earth. Because of this, the woman had to stay on Mars with her child and care for her there while she could never return to Earth ever again, even when her daughter turned into a adult. So now all she sees is the red horizon of Mars and its two moons. <clears throat> so I found this book as I was searching throughout the library. I wanted to find a science fiction book that was interesting, and I found this one. And I really am interested in, in Mars and yeah, this book is actually really, really realistic because it could happen in the near future. And so, yeah, I really enjoyed this because science fiction, it tells tales that are fictional. And if you really interested yourself, this is the book for you. But, yeah, this is it for my book club. Bye.